0: Welcome back to So Wait, Pause, the podcast where we pair a good and bad movie and get drunk while we do it. This is Ashley, and I'm with my favorite drinking buddy, Sean. Hey. I literally haven't seen you this week. Yeah. Like,
1: well, I mean, you're out of town.
0: Yeah. Like, not like in like a funny way. Like I was out of town for work, and then I got home, and it just worked since I got home.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you barely made it home because you're froze.
0: <laughs> yeah. So well, it'll be by the time this comes out, it'll be quite a bit after the disaster. But yeah, I was in Dallas during a quote-unquote ice storm it didn't seem like an ice storm to me I mean it was just like 30 degrees
1: yeah but I mean your plane froze you sent me a picture
0: oh yeah like all the planes froze that's the problem yeah and they had one de-icer at DFW
1: what was the de-icer
0: I don't know I can't even
1: like you didn't see like what they were doing to the plane no
0: because my my window was frozen (laughs) Uh (laughs) over.
1: Well, I didn't, I didn't know if it's it's like, like... I saw
0: them like they put like, um, I could see like, it was like a lime green, like blanket type thing. They put over the wings. Uh I guess like that's like thawing the ice and then they spray it with a, um, like a fluid so Mm -hmm. that like while you're in the air, you're not freezing. But at one of the most trafficked airports in the country, like each airline had like one de-icer.
1: That's really weird because that's the headquarters of a number of American Airlines for sure. Yeah, Sir hub. And um, I guess it's not uh, Southwest because Southwest is at Love Field. Yeah. Regardless, American Airlines is a huge airline. So
0: Yeah, and that's what I was flying. Right. But I mean, we were lucky. Like our flight got delayed by about three hours and then they boarded us. And then we had to wait our turn to get de-iced, which ended up being about three and a half hours. So that we sat on the plane.
1: It turns out what the de-icer was, was just the people who played, paid basic economy. Had to go, (laughs) had to go outside and like rub their hands together and go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was rough, but we were one of the last flights to get out of there. And then they shut, like this was on a Wednesday. They shut DFW down Wednesday and Thursday and opened back up on Friday afternoon. One of the most trafficked airports in the country shut down because it was 30 degrees.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess there's no way around it, but I feel like we've been out of our airport before when it was 30 degrees or less.
0: Yeah, I just like, I don't, I just don't know if this is just like really poor planning in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Wait, when has Texas had poor planning drives?
0: <laughs> I will say the gate next to mine uh, was going to Cancun and I was looking for Ted Cruz. Did you see him? <laughs> I think I saw somebody like in a Mr. Potato Head mask. <laughs> Why <Wait>, what? <laughs> like you know, like like he's going incognito. Oh, <laughs> you know, like the like like the glasses, with, like the nose, and yeah, the mustache. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> well, you wouldn't uh, mistake that beard,
0: <laughs> neck beard. But yeah, I'm. I'm happy to be home. Well, you made it. I made it. Um, I stayed at the Gaylord Texan. Have you ever been there?
1: No, mm-mm. They built it when I was leaving Texas the first time I lived there. Um, they like I think they started like right after. I left, and then uh, we moved to Nashville. So then the original Gaylord Hotel was there. So I, I've I've seen that one a million times. Is it similar?
0: Uh, yeah, it was really similar, but it was huge.
1: Yeah, probably not nearly as big as the Nashville one, though. Yeah,
0: I mean, I didn't leave the Gaylord mm-hmm. the entire time I was there, and I averaged about twenty thousand steps a day.
1: Wow. <laughs> Well, and it's not even owned by Gaylord Entertainment or whatever that thing was called anymore, right? It's owned uh, by uh, no clue, like Radisson.
0: Oh uh, no, it's Marriott. Marriott. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I remember. Well, I think Radisson is now owned by something too. I think everything's owned by something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: oh, here's a great thing. So you know, like I'm, I'm a part of the Marriott Bonvoy Rewards uh, Program, uh-huh. and the mo- the main reason that you sign up for these things like Hilton and Marriott and whatnot is cuz you can do everything in the app, mm-hmm. right? Like you can get like the key to your room in your app and yeah. everything. It's like Some places, yeah. I'm um, so like I am probably stay at Hilton's the most. Mm-hmm. And so like I always do keyless entry into my into my room and always don't have an issue. So uh, for this trip like I, you know, I checked in through the app, requested a key to my phone, got it, whatnot. This place is so big that, like, whenever you get your room number, you then have to pull up directions on how to get to your room. <laughs> it's like so, Disney World. I mean, literally, though. So, from, I would say, from the front desk area to actually getting to my room, it took me about, it would, it's like a 12-minute walk. So, we get in, and mind you, when I get into Dallas, it is 80 degrees. Uh-huh. I'm sweating because I left Memphis, which was not 80 degrees at the time. I'm like, all I want to do is get to my room, have all my luggage and everything. I just want to get my room. I want to shower because I have a dinner thing that I have to be at. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, go through, navigate to my room, walk all the way there. And like, once I got to my floor, got to keep walking. Like, right, yeah. It's like, it's so far. Get to my room. And of course, the keyless entry is not working.
1: <laughs> so you had to go back and get your key, uh, um, key card?
0: No, so listen, so... There was no way in hell I was doing that. I was like, I'm not taking all my luggage back down to that thing. So I called the front desk and they're like, oh, let us resend like the signal to your phone Mm -hmm. and try again. I do that. Still doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So call again. And I'm like, hey. And they're like, okay, we'll try it again. I'm like, no, 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 no. Somebody needs to come up here with a physical card for me and let me enter my room. And they're like, okay. So wait. And I'll give it to them. I mean, within 10 minutes, somebody showed up.
1: Did they come on like a golf cart?
0: no i wish though like an awesome austin <laughs> Tower style like, <laughs> right. where he
1: gets stuck in the hallway because right. say-
0: <laughs> but it was a security guard like in a swat uniform almost uh-huh. like kind of like when we we're in cancun and we had an incident uh-huh. uh but like it didn't make any sense that he was like so official yeah and you know like he comes up to me and he's like hey can i see your id and i was like yeah sure of course like glad he's doing that this man pulls out a physical metal key to let me into my room
1: so he doesn't give you a key?
0: No. So I have to go, like, eventually, like, like, later that night, I went, when I passed the front desk again, I went and asked for a key. But I'm like, one, like, why would it, if you know I can't get into my room, why wouldn't you bring me a key? And two, metal keys are a thing?
1: Where did it go in that? Like, like, there's was like it, a keyhole. Oh, so it was evident from?
0: Yeah. Because I'm mean, thinking
1: of, like, the rooms that are, like, it's just a
0: card reader. I mean, it is just a card reader. But I, if you looked at it, you, you would see a key hmm. hole. I don't I know. It was, I, I text uh, my boss, Aaron, because he asked if I got into my room. And I told him it felt very 1998.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, a physical key would be before that even. Yeah. <laughs> 1998 would just be when you put the car, card into the reader, not oh, yeah. on the outside yeah, of the reader. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, I mean, I mean, those were still a thing, like, not that long ago. Yeah. We actually just put the card in. I don't know when they switched to the actual, like contactless outside RFID scanner type thing. Yeah, I'm but, not sure. Uh, where were we when they uh when you try to use the your phone to unlock the door where somebody was like, I didn't even know you could do that.
0: Oh, that was when we were staying at Birmingham, in Birmingham, which we've talked about that story. Right.
1: It was like the person that worked there, right? It was the
0: valet guy who was helping us oh, right, take right, our right. stuff yeah. to the room. And <laughs> he literally worked at the hotel and I was using it was they were owned by Hilton and I was using the thing for my phone and he's like I didn't even know that was possible. I'm like, you work here, dude. <laughs> well, he's but, also the
1: person that told us that we shouldn't use the valet. Yeah, so.
0: the valet guy. <laughs> we shouldn't use
1: the yeah. valet.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I'm happy to be home.
1: Yeah. Well, I, my time was much less eventful.
0: Uh I, I didn't like I didn't even talk to you while I was away. Like I literally have not talked to you
1: <laughs> in a week. Yep. I mean literally nothing. <laughs> nothing happened here. I mean it's the week since so this huh. work. Yeah, and taking care of Ida B. That bitch. Yeah, she's been bad lately. Not bad, just like...
0: Bad for her.
1: Yeah. Defiant.
0: Defiant. That's... If anybody knows our dog, which if you listen to this podcast, you've probably met our dog. Um, She's a very good dog, kind of. But she's really just leaning into being the only child and being a bitch lately.
1: I don't know. It's just she's very, like... I'll tell her to do something. She'll literally stare at me. Like... Mm -hmm.
0: Her, she knows what you... With her janky yeah. teeth and like,
1: <laughs> like literally just stare. Like, and she knows that I'm telling her to do something and she acknowledges mm-hmm. that. And then she just uh, like turn and walk away.
0: Yeah. And she knows exactly like what you're asking her to do. And she's just like, I'm not going to do that right now.
1: The worst was that when you were gone, I, I let her out to go to the bathroom. And when I called her back in, normally if it's long enough, especially if it's cold outside, she'll normally come if I call... Recently she doesn't really come when I call, but she will come back to the back door in not very long. This time she was already walking to the back door and when I walked up, she could see me cuz the back door mm-hmm. is glass. And I walk up, she sees me, literally stops in her tracks and sprints the opposite direction. I don't know if she thought I was going to like come out and play with her or if she was literally like, "Oh, I was about to come to the door, but you want me to come <laughs> to the door? So fuck you." <laughs>
0: That's been her vibe lately. She also, like, she obsessively licks everything. Like, not so much herself, but, like, licks the couch, licks her dog bed. It's like a it's like a nervous tick. Right. But it means that she constantly has an effing hairball every day. Yeah. And it's so annoying. And so, last night, while we were sleeping, at 4 a.m., she starts, like, hacking, like, she's, like, gonna cough up a hairball. But she's doing it, like, she... There's moments when you know that, like, oh, she needs to get rid of, like, a hairball. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's moments where she's just being effing dramatic. Right. Like, it's like she has, like, a little cough, and then she's like, I'm just going to keep doing this. (laughs) And that's what she was doing at 4 a.m. And so I kicked her out of the bedroom for a minute because I was like, just go get some water and come back. But, like, we don't ever leave, like, our bedroom door open. So, like, if we let her out, like, I'm closing the bedroom door, and then I'll get back up and let her back in. Right. But she was so angry in the five minutes that I kicked her out of the room, but she went and revenge peed in the foyer.
1: Weird, too, because she doesn't do that either.
0: I know. It's like a newer thing right now. When old she's age,
1: managers. Old age and the pandemic combined
0: mm-hmm.
1: have just like really like, you know how everybody else went crazy during the pandemic? I think that's what happened to, <laughs> to our dog. It's like the people who would have like never like started a fight with an airline.
0: Yeah. You know, like... right. <laughs>
1: Like an airline agent, or you know, any like a flight attendant, or anything like that. That is what this dog is. That's I'd, where we are.
0: I had a the passenger refusing to put the mask over her nose. Yeah, literally, literally. literally. <laughs> she is.
1: Or like the the woman in the Costco who's like screaming yeah. and everybody's videoing her because yeah. she's like, "I'm
0: gonna do what I want." Exactly. That's exactly how I want to be right now.
1: Well, maybe we've been in her house too long.
0: I think we have been in the house too long. Okay. Well. If I recall, you're going to force me to watch a movie that you've wanted me to watch for a very long time tonight.
1: Yep, that is correct. And it kind of continues off of what you chose last week because we are going to watch Mystery Men mm-hmm. starring Ben Stiller.
0: Which I had no clue that that was the case until you told me.
1: Yeah, so we're keeping with the uh, the theme that we started last time. Uh, this one, just like when we watched Galaxy Quest, has a lot of famous people in the cast Mm -hmm. um might not be as like in that one there's a lot of people you wouldn't expect or as people before they were famous i don't know if that's the case in this one this Mm -hmm. is more just like a good cast Mm -hmm. but the movie has hank azaria janine garofalo william h macy kel mitchell from Kenan and kel your favorite yeah this might be like the last thing he did (laughs) uh paul rubens who you know paul rubens right no paul rubens
0: i bet if i see him i know who he is
1: Oh, no, you know who he is. I'm just trying to see if you can guess.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> I didn't want to say that right, because that's how you're going to react. Uh, so if you don't know who Paul Rubens is, it's Pee Wee Herman.
0: Uh, <laughs> he doesn't do the voice, though, does he? Uh,
1: He plays a much different character. He does do a weird voice, but... He's my least favorite character in this. That doesn't matter. Uh, You know, he is what he is. Uh, However, there's a whole bunch of other people. Greg Kinnear is in this. Jeffrey Rush is in it. Tom Waits is in it. Eddie Izzard. There's like a million famous people in this.
0: Eddie Izzard. I haven't seen him in a whole minute.
1: Yeah, he did some stuff over the pandemic that I saw. But anyway, so there's just like a ton of people that you'll recognize. Now, in terms of the movie itself, this is about a bunch of people who get together and form kind of like a... It's like they don't have like real superpowers, they're kind of just like a superhero group of, of just like vigilante people that don't really have powers. So here's the synopsis. Champion City already has a superhero, the appropriately named Captain Amazing, played by Greg Kinnear, but that doesn't deter the city's seven quirky amateur crime fighters who use the Captain's capture at the hands of villain Casanova Frankenstein, played by Jeffrey Rush, as motivation to prove themselves. The only problem is that there are strange powers, silverware hurling, bowling, shoveling skills, <laughs> incompetent invisibility, and deadly flatulence. Do you want to guess which one has deadly flatulence?
0: Oh, God. Is it Wee Herman? Yeah. Ugh.
1: Aren't doing them any favors. So that's the whole premise. Essentially, what you'll see... Well, maybe I shouldn't get into it too much yet. We'll talk about it after because you get a shot in the dark. Okay. So, but that's the premise. You have one like real superhero that does have powers. He's out like saving the day all the time. Everybody loves him. And then you have this group. They want to come into their own and become recognized, Mm -hmm. even though they're just kind of like a bunch of losers.
0: Right. I have two ideas for a shot in the dark. Can I get two or do I have to choose one?
1: Uh, We'll see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you said that somebody has the superpower of bowling? Yes. Okay. My shot in the dark is that whomever that is, is going to do something that involves a split. So, like, you know, like, whenever you bowl and you have, like, the two pins left that are on opposite sides of each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I know what a split is.
0: Well, like, (laughs) well, I, obviously, Sean's a, like, a very avid bowler, bowler, but, like, when I just say a split, like, there's also, like, a split that you do in dance, you know?
1: Yeah, I understood. So... Not necessarily in a bowling alley, but if something no, yeah. requires the skill of converting a split. Yes. Where you hit one thing and it bounces around and hits another thing. Yes. That's a good guess. Sure. What's um, your second one guess?
0: My second guess was these people who are ridiculous having these weird ass superpowers want to, like, any of them, want to, like, like prove like they really are a superhero and, like, they're about to do something that everybody's, like, that's going to get you killed. hmm And then, like, they go and do it and actually, like, succeed at it. Like, you know, like, when somebody's, like, I can fly. And it's, like, but you can't fly. And then, like, they jump off a building and they actually are okay.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a good guess. Okay. Well, you heard their superpowers. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, I used to love this movie. It came out around the same time as Galaxy Quest, like I said. So uh, it came out in 1999. hmm And... It's one of those ones that I had on VHS and then DVD, and I just watched it a million times. Like I said, around the time of that, so I kind of paired the two. I think I mentioned that during the Galaxy Quest episode that I kind of pair these two movies. They're not like that similar, but I guess they're similar in that you have like a group of people that are like comedians kind of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like the the vibe of Galaxy Quest, and that's the same vibe here. Has decent rotten scores. We'll see. But just as a reminder, we're going to pair this I had to think a long time on how I was going to pair this movie. There's about a million ways that you could do this, and I could go really, really bad superhero, like Steel, uh, mm-hmm. the Shaq movie. I almost did that one. But it, <laughs> boy. Uh, maybe I will in the future, just not right now. Uh, that wasn't a group, though. It's more just like Shaq by himself, fighting crime or whatever. I almost did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which would be a really good one to go with this. Um, but what I ended up going with was something a little less well-known, Which was a Chris Evans movie called Push, and I'm really excited. I'll describe it when we come back, because I'm going to get a shot in the dark on that one too, because I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. I've only seen the trailer. uh, But essentially, he amasses a group of people that I think do actually have superpowers. But it seems pretty terrible. I mean, his his superpower is to push.
0: Yeah, I watched the trailer here a second ago, and woof.
1: I don't know if that's everybody's power in the movie Push, but the general power is someone can push things.
0: Yes so
1: that I think works for me I think so too uh okay so now the drinking rules uh that one probably won't have drinking rules that I can find because I don't know if everybody knows the 2009 movie push with Chris Evans but uh, though it has a couple of other famous people in it too like Dakota Fanning but mm-hmm. I did find mystery men drinking rules and here's another thing for our listeners. If you're looking up drinking rules, don't do- use uh, DuckDuckGo, obviously, because it was giving me <laughs> absolutely no results. I had to switch to Google Chrome and then I actually got real results. <laughs> but here it is. I have to kind of go across a couple sites because everyone I found only has like one rule or three rules per site. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of mixing them uh, and I'm choosing what I like the most. So this one is from Alka- Alka Hollywood, which is a good one. I haven't heard that one before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alka Hollywood. This one actually includes like a drink recipe to go with it.
0: Interesting. Some
1: sort of like watermelon liqueur drink. All right, but the drinking rules. 1. Anytime a character delivers a pun. Okay. I think that's a good one. 2. Anytime there's an uncomfortable close-up of a character's face. Okay. Every time a character explains their superpower. Okay. Or gimmick. So anytime they have to explain either their superpower or their gimmick, like the way they dress or like why they carry a blank or that th- that type of thing. Okay. Okay. So that those are the rules from Alka Hollywood. I like all of those. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. The next one, I'm just taking a couple more from this one. So this one is called Drinking in a Movie. Actually, some of these already overlap. So it's going to be anytime a new villain is introduced. Okay. And anytime there's a motivational speech. I think that's good enough. Yep. Uh, my finish drink rule or chug rule is going to be when the shoveler gives his, so I have a couple of movies where like, I don't know why, but I, there's like quotes that like, aren't that meaningful, but that stick in my head. And mm-hmm. this is one of them, uh, especially because I've been playing this game recently where you're like a dwarf mining, like you're part of a dwarf mining company. It's called Deep Rock Galactic. That's what my, like me and my guy friends are playing recently. Um, And so for some reason, it's just literally about digging and mining and mm -hmm. fighting aliens. I have
0: a follow-up to that in a second here.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, But maybe it's because I've started playing a game centered around mining. But I keep thinking of this quote. So William H. Macy in this is the shoveler. And there's a quote where he's trying to convince his wife that he needs to keep doing this. And he was like, listen, I shovel. I shovel well. (laughs) I shovel real well. (laughs) And I don't know why, but like... That is that is like what it has always stayed in my head since seeing this movie. And now it's coming back way more frequently. I can't tell you how many times I have been in this game where I say, I shovel. I shovel well. So
0: okay.
1: that'll be my personal uh, finish your drink rule.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> what were you going to say about video games?
0: I was going to say that uh, it might have been last week. I had gone and met um, a couple people for a drink. And I came home and you were playing... A video game with yep. your friends, and I don't know if it was the game that you were just talking about. Yeah, it was.
1: Mm-hmm. It would have
0: been. You know, like I can, you know, I can't hear them, but I can hear you, like on your headset, like talking to them. Yeah. And I hear you say, uh, Yeah, let me sing you the invitation. And I'm just listening to this, and I'm like, Invitation? Is Sean planning a surprise party? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where my mind goes. <laughs> and then I hear, yeah, we're gonna need all the help we can with this dragon in here.
1: <laughs> well, I definitely didn't say dragon.
0: It sounded like a dragon. No, you're mixing things up. <laughs> no, it sounded like dragon. Yeah, there are there are no dragons. In what, my game. what what would you say? What, what did you say then? I couldn't even think. Okay, right, well, I swear that you said something that sounded like we're gonna need all the help we can get with. It sounded like this dragon in here.
1: I honestly don't know. There's no dragon in that game, but yeah, it, something like that. And Who knows then, what? It's you're you're primarily fighting spiders in that game. <laughs>
0: it's well, fun. It's worth playing. You're. Not planning a surprise party, I take it.
1: <laughs> uh, well, definitely not with like four people who don't live in the city.
0: <laughs> well, there's somebody who you play with who does, one of our best friends who does live in the city. Sure. I mean, maybe I was going to get a party.
1: <laughs> okay, actually.
0: For what? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> you can join us on the video game.
0: <laughs> no thanks. I got you your
1: own PS5. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no
1: Thanks. Yep.
0: Okay, let's go watch this stupid movie.
1: Why are you so against this movie?
0: Because I just learned that Pee-wee Herman is in it and it's farting.
1: Okay, yeah, that's probably the worst part of it. But if you look at the movie as everyone but Pee-wee Herman, just like forget that he's in it. I
0: don't know. Like I came into this kind of excited to watch it because I knew that you liked it. Um, I like surprisingly had a fun time watching Zoolander. Yeah. So like I was excited. And then you had to tell me that there's a whole thing around farting. That is like would literally you, everything I hate.
1: Would you be angrier to find that out now or during the movie?
0: I don't know. I'm just <laughs> mad.
1: <laughs> well, uh, again, you have to consider this is still 1990s humor, right? So
0: I love 1990s humor that doesn't involve flirting.
1: Yeah, me too. But there's a lot of it that does. And then there's a merger of the two. You know what I mean?
0: Whatever. Hope it lives up to your expectations.
1: I hope it does too because I haven't seen it in a while, but... Like, like i said i loved it i loved galaxy quest too when we watched that one and that one ended up being good and i didn't even have to choose that movie as mine so that was a win-win zoolander i didn't have to choose and i love that movie too okay i'm getting all sorts of movies i like okay i do have a movie coming up that i have written down that you're gonna like
0: okay bet it's not like gone girl or something because we can't have anything that i really like
1: <laughs> do you know do you want to know what it is no okay well
0: ruin it for both me and our listeners yeah, okay.
1: Well, I'll, I'll wait. And uh, I just need to find a good pairing for it. So I don't know if it's the, the very next one we're doing. But yeah, it's one that you do really like. Okay. And it's a little bit more serious. So. Okay. All right.
0: Bye. And we're back from watching Mystery Men. I don't like you. Why? Because <laughs> this is not a good movie.
1: I mean, it's not a terrible movie.
0: It, it, it's kind of terrible movie
1: okay so it's not as good as zoolander but i still liked it i mean there was nothing about it that i absolutely hated there were a couple of things that were like i mean not as funny of course like the whole spleen character Ugh. he's actually not that bad of a character he has some funny moments except for the farting stuff which is like his superpower but I mean,
0: he has, like they have those horrible warts on his face it's so gross
1: yeah i mean he's gross looking but there were a couple moments that we laughed at
0: I don't believe you.
1: Yeah, there was. I don't believe you. Well, so what in particular did you dislike about this?
0: That it was stupid. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it was so stupid.
1: I mean, I know that you groaned a little bit. It's
0: it's awful. (laughs) Like, I blame you for the early 2000s horrible movies.
1: I mean, I was, what, like, in sixth grade?
0: Yeah, but you were paying the stupid money to go to see them or rent them from Blockbuster.
1: I wasn't paying any money.
0: Your parents were in order to make you happy.
1: Either way, okay, so maybe there wasn't so much that you liked about it, but there were multiple things that I liked about it. One, I think the movie is like a little bit ahead of its time. (laughs) (laughs) You you can laugh all you want about it. Here's why. It came out early 2000s. It's a movie about antiheroes in the style of like a kick-ass or a The Boys in some ways, like that type of movie, but... Way, wishes. way earlier than that.
0: It wishes, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't wish because it was the first one to do it, right?
0: But it didn't because it was horrible. And, like, if you did not succeed at something, did you ever actually do it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think that it was horrible. i do it uh, mm-hmm. either which way. I thought there were still quite a few funny things about this. One, you have Captain Amazing wearing corporate sponsor, like, jack things, like, on his, like, outfit as if he's, like, a NASCAR racer.
0: Yeah, he looks exactly like a NASCAR racer.
1: Yeah, and that's like a funny idea in general about like if you had a Superman type character, what would he be doing? And he's like getting money. That's like that's very much like the boys, right? But this is a time period where we were making like George Clooney style Batman movies, right? Like when it was just superheroes being good, at least in the movies. Like maybe that already existed in like comic books or something, but like that wasn't a big thing in movies.
0: I wanted to see what Roger Ebert had to say about this. And my biggest surprise is that Roger Ebert actually wrote a review on this. So his summary was, Mystery Man has moments of brilliance waving their arms to attract attention in a sea of jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long, shapeless, undisciplined mess, and every once in a while, it generates a laugh.
1: I mean, sounds good to me. Ugh. Can you really trust Roger Ebert? Roger Ebert. What? Remember when we watched that Sarah Michelle Geller movie and Roger Ebert thought it was, like, the best thing he had ever seen?
0: <laughs> he thought it was great. <laughs>
1: he literally thought... There's, like, a magic crab in that thing. <laughs>
0: simply irresistible for those wondering what yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll go ahead and re-watch that sometime and, and talk about it. But, like, it's an, an abysmal movie. So, so, so bad. And yet, Roger Ebert literally was, like, glowing. Glowing review. Right. Uh, anyway, Mystery Men, better than that movie, 100%. No. <laughs>
0: Absolutely I not.
1: I don't know. Just There's a lot of people in this movie, I don't think any of their acting is particularly bad. Like, yes, Pee Wee Herman is like, not great. But there's a lot of other people that are pretty great. Like William H. Macy, I like, as I like him in most things. He's hilarious in this movie, and I still quote him to this day. Uh, Kel was fine. He was kind of like an afterthought in some ways. He didn't have a ton of lines. You know what I mean? His character was like a little weird, but, uh, Janine Garofalo.
0: Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed her. Um, I enjoyed that she had to put on a hand brace to throw her bowling ball.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like the, like real bowlers were. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, um, Ben Stiller is like not bad in this movie. He's
0: not good. He's honestly one of the weakest parts.
1: I don't know. I, I think he's pretty funny. Mm. My favorite part about this, though, is William H. Macy, like I said, and I've talked about some of his quotes from this movie and multiple times when we've been recording. But William H. Macy only fights with shovels in this movie. And uh, also you have uh, Hank Azaria, who plays the Blue Raja, Mm -hmm. who like only throws silverware. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things in this movie is when they get in a fight and uh, because it's like when they lose their first big fight against like a villain. And William H. Macy is talking to Hank Azaria and he was like, you throw forks, but you can't use a knife sometimes. And Hank Azaria says, you can't use a rake sometimes <laughs> instead <laughs> of a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny.
0: It's not that funny. Um, the director of this directed Hocus Pocus.
1: Uh, yeah, I think we looked that up.
0: Yeah, um, that's weird.
1: Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, Hocus Pocus is... But you, haven't you not seen Hocus Pocus?
0: seen, um, parts of it.
1: Okay. Well,
0: I've never sat down and watched the movie from beginning into end.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a classic, but I mean, it's weird that you haven't seen it.
0: I mean, I've watched the scene where she sings. I'll put a spell on you like a million times.
1: Yeah, I guess so. So what, uh, before I get off my uh, train of thought though, the other thing that I really liked was, uh, so Ben Stiller's character is like, he gets angry. That's his superpowers. Like when he gets angry, he's like strong, kind of like the mm-hmm. Hulk, but he doesn't actually transform into anything. And it's really funny when he gets angry because he never actually does anything. There, um,
0: th- those are funnier moments.
1: Those scenes are all funny. And so there's a story about how like one single time he got angry and he was able to like lift a car off of someone to save them. And then like later on, you find that that like that was like a little fake but like maybe he didn't actually do that he does have one moment of redemption in the movie where he actually uses his like angry power uh, when his girlfriend is uh, in danger or whatever however every other time in the movie is hilarious because he obviously understands that he's like not doesn't actually have a superpower but that's his whole persona is that when he gets angry he like is so dangerous so there's this scene where he works at like a junkyard and his boss is, like, this old woman. She's, she was in a lot of movies in, like, the 80s and 90s. I can't remember her name, but she mm-hmm. you, she's recognizable if you watch movies from that era. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's talking to her, and she's kind of, like, bossing him around. And she's like, hey, I need you to go and, like, break down this car that we have out there. And he was like, no, you can't do that. It's, like, it's impossible. Like, like that thing's built like a tank or whatever. And she's like, do it anyway. And she's, like, bossing him around. And he, like, looks down, and he sees, like, a little, like, squishy ball, like, stress ball. And he picks it up and he's like, like doing it really fast. And then he like, he like grips it really tight and then throws it down. And he's like, that little thing just saved your life. (laughs) I thought that was funny. That's also kind of humor, like in some of the other things that we did like from Ben Stiller. Yeah. Like a heavyweights type joke. Yeah. Right. And uh, that was the type of thing that that I like. I thought that was funny. Uh, There's a few other funny things like, the only thing funny about the spleen getting his fart curse oh. is how he got it, which was that one time he he blamed his own fart on a gypsy woman that was passing by <laughs> and uh, he was cursed. That's why he has these like egregious like farts like for the rest of forever. But I guess he can control it also to some extent.
0: Because yeah, um, like, he like directs it. Ugh, okay, I can't talk about parts <laughs> like we're done. <laughs> However,
1: now, I've talked about a lot of these people. You have Ben Stiller, uh, William H. Macy, uh, Jeffrey Rush. You have like all sorts of people. Like a lot of people in this movie are pretty well-known.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and Also well-known, especially at the time person who made an early appearance, I think it was his first appearance in the movie, was Dane Cook.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot.
1: <laughs> he doesn't actually have a role in the movie, but there's a scene where they're looking for like a new person to join their team. And so they do like a, a tryouts essentially at William H Macy's pool in, <laughs> in their backyard. And so you, it's just a montage of like all sorts of terrible, like vigilante heroes coming through that actually have no powers. And Dane cook comes up as the waffler. who's just <laughs> like a guy dressed up with a waffle iron. Anyway, so he's one of them. And then, you know, at the end they're all dismayed until Janine Garofalo shows up and she's the bowler. Whatever, and because her dad's skull is in a uh, bowling ball, and she can, like, talk to it and control the bowling ball, or whatever. She's the only one with an actual real superpower. Yeah. Like, she can actually float, like, levitate and use a bowling ball. Right. Everybody else is just, like, good at shoveling, or good at throwing silverware. Right. Like, nobody else really has any sort of power. Um, Also somebody, uh, low-key, that we saw, CeeLo Green.
0: Yeah, that was random AF.
1: Yeah, CeeLo Green was randomly part of. So, when you get to the mansion of Jeffrey Rush's character, Casanova Frankenstein, he also has his own montage of like bringing back all of his old like lackeys. Right. And so, it's like a bunch of gangs. So, imagine like a Batman style villain, right? Where they have their lackeys and they're all kind of themed. But for him, there's like, you know, a handful of different groups. And so they all have their own distinct themes. So, one of his main lackeys is. Basically, these two disco guys. And so one of those two is Eddie Izzard looking kind of not Eddie Izzard-like. He kind of has like a little goatee going and like he looks he has like a pompadour <laughs> like kind of.
0: I thought he looked very Eddie Izzard-like. Really? Yeah.
1: But anyway, so one of the other groups. So that those are like the two main guys. It's like the disco boys. There's two of them and they're like the right hand men of, of Casanova Frankenstein. The other people are kind of introduced a little bit later and you have like a whole bunch of different things. So kind of like a mafia style thing. Uh, You have these like this frat guy gang. You have like a group of women who are, that one's the weakest one because it's kind of just like a stereotype of like women, you know, like they're just like catty and like diva-esque, like (laughs) there's no real joke to them other than that. But one of the other ones is like this like rap gang. And CeeLo Green is a member of that gang. Kind of looking like himself. Like he didn't look that different. Yep. But I'm sure he hasn't been in any other movies in that time period.
0: I would not know.
1: Going back to an earlier scene with Eddie Izzard and the Disco Boys. One of my favorite scenes, and this is one of the last things I'm going to talk about. But one of the earlier scenes is that the whole group gets together and... Attacks Frankenfurter as he's driving his limo like through a tunnel. So they like surround him basically.
0: Frankenfurter, wasn't like Casanova Frankenstein. <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh, see now that's something that's hard about this because I always think that um, because of Rocky Horror Picture Show. But right. anyway, anyway, Casanova Frankenstein when he's driving through the tunnel, uh he's in this like stretch limo whatever and he gets surrounded by the group and they just start like attacking his car. Like Hank Azaria is like forking, <laughs> like, 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 like mm-hmm. keying his car, with forks. And, uh, you know, it's like the shoveler is like literally like hitting it with a shovel. Uh, Janine Garofalo is like using her bowling ball to like break all the windows out. Mm-hmm. And Ben Stiller, because he's like trying to go like crazy angry or whatever, is just on top of it, like hitting the top. And like shaking it, and then like at the front trying to pull like the emblem <laughs>
0: <laughs> off the front. But,
1: but he like can't do any of those things. <laughs> uh, see, that, that's another funny scene.
0: It was a decent one. What are you giving this movie in terms of drinkability?
1: Uh, so, in terms of drinkability, uh, I'd say like an eight. I thought it was pretty drinkable. There was like a lot of things that we could drink to throughout this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean the rules were pretty good. Like every time there's a new villain is a good one. Um, anytime like they're explaining their power was good.
1: And that Kay. stuff keeps happening because you have those montage scenes as well. Right, and right. like the getting the team together type scenes, uh, where you keep being introduced to new powers and new yeah. and new villains.
0: Yeah. I mean I'd probably give it a seven out of eight. <laughs> seven out of <laughs> ten. <laughs> <laughs> give it like a seven out of eight. <laughs> Oh, what did you rate this movie? Because I can guarantee it's higher than me.
1: Um, I was going to give it a 75. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) Again, it's just like... (laughs) I I would probably... If I watched it now... I don't know. I can't... I don't know. I don't know how to to break it apart if I watch it now. Because I didn't watch it now. And so, like, this movie... I like remember the jokes. There are quotes in it that I say. I
0: was so confused. I was like, we just watched it, Sean. What do you mean watch no, it now? I, I know what you mean now. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, um, My point is, if I had gone in fresh to this movie, I would give it a lower rating, but I, it's like impossible for my brain to work that way. Because I literally say some of these quotes still. Like, I have yeah. said them before we watch this movie.
0: Well, I must have been feeling really nice when I wrote down my score right after the movie, because I gave it a 28. That and seems high. It, okay. Okay. <laughs> Am I hurting your feelings?
1: I mean, a little bit, I
0: guess. (laughs) Why?
1: Are you getting back at me for others?
0: No, this is a bad movie. Are you getting back at me for others?
1: (laughs) No, it's not. It's not a bad movie. It is
0: Sean is literally the definition of a bad movie. Uh,
1: But it's my good movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's bad.
1: I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. It's not as bad as Mille Rouge. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) <laughs> those people didn't even have powers
0: power of song and dance <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of like a little bit um i will tell you one thing nobody in mystery Men was standing on their knees to pretend to be a little person
0: i don't know we saw a lot of crazy things i can't i can't confirm or deny if i saw a little man on his knees or not Okay. Well if this is your good movie, then what do you have as your bad movie?
1: Well, and that's why I'm worried, because my bad movie is really bad. It it it's made mini lists, like I said, a many lists of like the worst uh superhero movies. So
0: mm-hmm. was it above or below Mystery Men?
1: Definitely below. Mystery <laughs> Men, I don't think, made any of this lists for worst superhero movies. It's a take back
0: because there's no superheroes in it.
1: Well, because they're, they're vigilantes, but they're superhero. They are superheroes. They're not, though. They're also rescuing a superhero.
0: But he's not really.
1: No, the guy that they're rescuing is 100% like a real superhero. Ugh, whatever. He's, like, cleaned up all of the crime in the whole city. That's why they're angry, because, like, he gets all the credit, and they don't have anything to do, really. Well,
0: he's also corrupt.
1: Yeah, he was corrupt, but they didn't know that at the, at the time.
0: Okay, moving on. Okay. Again, what's the spot movie?
1: Okay, so the bad movie is Push, which came out in 2009, directed by Paul McGann. I'm assuming that's how you say his name. M-C-G-U-I-G-A-N. Probably the first person to ever
0: say his name before, so who cares?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like, I'm pretty sure it's McGann. I mean, McGuinn or something like that. I
0: do not care. What is this movie about?
1: It's like, I'm looking at what else he did. Lucky Number eleven, if you remember that.
0: Unfortunately, I do.
1: Um, he's done, he did Luke Cage or at least episodes of Luke Cage. He did designated survivor, (laughs) (laughs) uh, scandal, Sherlock, the show, a couple of other things. It looks like a snow patrol music video. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's where this is going. It's a snow patrol.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean so I mean no, oh, he man. doesn't have like a huge I realize
0: now that you said like snow patrol like the if I they Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Paw Patrol. No,
1: not Paw patrol. <laughs> snow Patrol. Uh, he was nominated for one primetime Emmy.
0: Okay. he had
1: seven wins and eleven nominations of other things.
0: Okay, but what about this movie?
1: His primetime Emmy nomination. I'm going to
0: kill myself. (laughs) I'm going to take the cord of these headphones that I'm forced to wear when we sit here. And I'm going to wrap it around my neck. And then I won't ever see Push.
1: Okay. Well, so Push is one of the few movies that he did.
0: Maybe there's a reason.
1: Uh, There could be. So Push has a very bad score. I won't talk about it right now, but has a bad score. The movie is a little confusing. Uh, it sounds like every stereotypic action movie that I've ever seen in the mid to late 2000s. So uh, we'll see. Uh, it's It kind of sounds like a lot like a uh, Maze Runner or a Divergent or that type of thing in some ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what these words mean. So like we'll have to see. All right. So here's the synopsis. After his father, an assassin, is brutally murdered, Nick Gant, played by Chris Evans, vows revenge on Division, the covert government agency that dabbles in psychic warfare and experimental drugs. Hiding in Hong Kong's underworld, Nick assembles a band of rogue psychics dedicated to s- destroying Division. Together with De- Cassie, played by Dakota Fanning, a teenage clairvoyant, Nick goes in search of a missing girl in a stolen suitcase that could be the key to accomplishing their mutual goal. Uh, that's very vague. Other, uh, I mean, like uh, the shadowy government agency and the yeah. psychics or whatever. Uh, hard to tell what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some other synopses that I saw, though, where uh, they use the word like pusher or something like that. He has some sort of power to push things.
0: A pusher, Katie. Yeah. You know what that's from? No. I'm a pusher, Katie. It's from Mean Girls.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't remember that. Well, I doubt it was about pushing people.
0: It was about, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, pushing people in terms of like to reach their potential.
1: Uh, sure. I, I don't think that's what Chris Evans is doing in this movie. I think this is a much more literal push.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I found a menagerie of drinking ideas to this movie on TVTropes.org.
1: We've used that one multiple times. Oh, we haven't. I, we definitely used it at least once.
0: Well, I want you to know, if I were scrolling, I'd be scrolling for days of all the things that they want you to drink, too. So, at random, I picked just a few. No clue how much they're going to hit. Okay. Because I think this person actually just bullet-pointed the script. (laughs) It was like, when this happens, do this. Okay. Uh, Anytime someone drinks or smokes, um, Carver yells. I have no clue who Carver is. Yeah. Um, Nick messes up moving. I guess that's like like his pushing?
1: Uh, I guess it's called moving. I don't know. I know he can push things and it's called push. So I figured that was his ability It was to push. <laughs> but yeah. maybe they give it a different name.
0: And the last one I chose is Screamer Scream. Screamer
1: Scream. <laughs> uh, so so far we have, I, I guess there may or may not be pushers. I don't know if if he's called a mover. But there are movers and screamers. So this is going to be a lot of errs, like a right? It's all going to be like things that end in ERS.
0: I legitimately have no clue.
1: That seems like a fourth grade, like little kids book, right? It does. But this is a movie for adults. I think, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This guy directed a Paul patrol <laughs> video. If you ask me, <laughs>
1: snow patrol. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly have nothing to say about this movie because I have no idea what it's about. And it is not something I really heard of before this, but it made so many lists for like the absolute worst movie. I don't even remember this movie being in theaters. So uh, I guess we'll see how bad it actually is. But I mean, Chris Evans is in it. Um, He was in a lot of other really bad movies. so
0: Okay, well, I guess let's go watch this. Okay. And we're back from a mess called Push.
1: Yeah, it was... A big mess. It was terrible. It was absolutely horrendous. I already think that movies like Maze Runner are not good. You know, like that. It's kind of like a young adult style movie. No, not that you can't make good young adult style, like books and movies, but there's just like a genre almost of that type of movie. You know what I'm talking about? It Like yeah, Divergent and Maze Runner makes me think of it. But there are others like this where it's just like not like it's all surface level there's a lot of like made up names of people that are very simple.
0: Yeah. Well, I will say that this movie makes Maze Runner look like a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> because this I mean, like there was no there was no character development, there was no acting. There was no trying to explain anything. Right. I mean, boy did you call it when you're like there's gonna be a lot of errors. Yeah. yeah, you got you got your movers, you got your screamers, you got your thinkers, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I
1: wrote down a couple of them. Uh, here are the ones that just got mentioned at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And there are some others outside of this. You have watchers, movers, pushers, sniffs, <laughs> shifters, shadows, and bleeders. Those are just a few of the things that exist. Also, some of these are like incredibly stupid one the name of the movie is push
0: mm-hmm. and none of them are called pushers
1: no they do have pushers
0: oh. so they're called movers
1: okay no so this is the whole issue the name of the movie is push the star of the movie is chris evans who is able to push things the people who can push things are not pushers they're movers right. the movers move things the pushers push ideas
0: Right, 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 right,
1: right. So, like, they they push ideas into your head like Inception style and make you believe something that's not true or, like, the really strong ones can basically just, like, take over your whole body and, like, make you do whatever they want, essentially. So those are some of the most powerful things out there, right? Mm-hmm. The main villain is, is a pusher. Then you have Watchers, which is what Dakota Fanning is, which can, like, can see the future but only kind of. Like, they're seeing, like the most likely future based on something and somehow that can get like out of line. So like they see the future, but the future can also change mm-hmm. to some extent. It's, it's confusing. And so like her main rival too, is this Asian woman who is also a watcher and she's like just as good or better than Dakota Fanning. And so like the whole thing is like them trying to like fight each other, like to the, you know, to get to this something first and whatever. Anyway, my, the funniest thing about the Watchers, though, is that they all have a way to, like, write down... And a lot of it, I guess, is, like, visions or something like that. Right. So that's part of the reason that they're not always 100% accurate, is that they're seeing, like, a vision, but not necessarily, like, getting details. So they have to, like, piece together what that vision means. So the way that Dakota Fanning does that is by keeping, like, a notebook, like, where that she draws in. mm mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but her drawings are, like, stick figures. So the first time you ever see it, you just know that she's been drawing in this notebook. And then she was like, it's like a really serious moment where she was (laughs) like, no, this is what will happen. And it's like literally like a little children's drawing of like a stick figure with like X's for eyes (laughs) or like blood coming out of the neck or something like it is so stupid. Like, I don't know that uh, that whole thing. It uh, wasn't meant to be a joke, though.
0: Right. But it was so bad that I made us stop the movie and me play the clip from like five or six years ago when Britney Spears was, she posted a video one day of her painting and you just see her like outside on her balcony, like painting and the camera like pans around from another angle and it looks like a kindergartner's like flower drawing.
1: Yeah, this is like a hundred percent of that quality of painting. <laughs> uh, maybe Britney Spears is a watcher. I don't know. I doubt, I doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, maybe. Maybe. That's not the only terrible thing that happens either, though. Chris Evans really isn't any better. He can push things, but, like, not that well.
0: Yeah, really not well. It's so horribly that he's constantly betting and, like, trying to move die and doing so bad. He's $20,000 in debt.
1: Yeah. Th- like, that's one of the first things you see him, like, where how you get introduced to his power is that he's at, like, a street gambling thing where mm-hmm. people are just rolling dice. And he's, like, you know, like, he has his, like, two fingers out and mm-hmm. it's like, fall over. Yeah. <laughs> I did it so well that I hit my uh, (laughs) thing into the microphone. Uh, But yeah, that's like exactly what he's doing. like he's like trying to like knock this stuff over. So we talked about the movers who push things and the pushers who push thoughts and the watchers who watch things. I you might have also noticed that I said sniffer or no sniffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sniffs are sniffers. Sniffs are (laughs) sniff. Sniff is short for sniffer. In case because I guess they couldn't have another ER. I found it
0: earlier, but I actually do just want to wrap this quarter on my neck and kill myself be reminded of all this. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the funniest thing about them is that they're like trackers and I guess they're just like dogs essentially, mm-hmm. but they're all human beings. Like they don't look like dogs. They, you know, they're not like half man, half dog is what I'm trying to say. They're right. like, they just have the nose of a dog.
0: <laughs> they have, yeah. 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 Whatever.
1: So when they first show up, they literally like walk into the apartment and like start sniffing everything. Like they're not looking at it. They're literally like, (laughs) like a dog would sniff something. Like
0: with no context at that point either.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, it's absolutely horrendous. Actually, that made me think of of uh, back to Dakota Fanning's drawing. I completely uh, it slipped my mind for there for a second that when she's drawing, it's also on. This like drawing board. Oh yeah, that I identified as a Marvin's Magic drawing board. Yes, which is like we like kind of stop and like look it up. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the thing where you it's like all black, and when you draw on it, it's like rainbow colored. Right, so it's not like a light bright or something. It's like you're using a pen to draw on this blackboard, and as you draw, it's rainbow colored.
0: Right, like I remember, like in like elementary school art class, like we would like make our own version of it. Yeah. Or like, you know, like you like would paint like a piece of paper, like really colorful and then put like black paint over it and then like use like a toothpick to scratch it off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what this is, I think. But I think you could reuse it. I think so right? too. I think you could like wipe it off and, and whatever. Anyway, so then that led to the longest pause of the night where I had to figure out what that thing was called. Yeah. At least the, the one that was marketed and sold on TV in mm-hmm. commercials. And so I found it. And like I said, it was called a Marvin's Magic Drawing Board. You can look it up, you can go find the old commercials, and it's literally like Marvin's magic drawing board for twenty four ninety nine. Like and if you order one now, <laughs> we'll give you like a little tiny one to go with it or like whatever. Like
0: Chavane handling not included. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh that was in this somehow. That was not even of the era of this movie. So I mean, that was like in the nineties, I'm pretty sure. Maybe the early, early two thousands, but not in two thousand nine by any means. Um, so if you're getting the idea about how stupid this movie is by every single thing that we've described, none of the powers are cool. None of them, not one of them. Sniffers sniff things mm-hmm. like having just trackers, Why don't you call them trackers and have them be able to track things like they don't have to sniff things to track, to track things. That's the dumbest way to track something mm-hmm. as a human being. Uh, the screamers literally scream. That was a, that was a drinking rule when screamers <laughs> scream. I don't, didn't know what that meant going into it. What it means is literally just screaming. It reminds me a little bit of like, if you've played Mortal Kombat, there's like a character who screams or like, uh, I think there's in X-Men, like somebody who can scream real loud. Mm-hmm. It's basically like that. It's like literally these guys just walk in and like go like, Arr! like you can tell that it's like then like all the noise is dubbed over, right? So right. they're just like squinting their eyes and like opening right. their mouth like, <laughs> <"Arr!"> <laughs> and then, and then they're like, blasting stuff out that I guess has the power to like burst blood vessels in your head or something. Cause mm-hmm. like you're, you can like kill you uh, essentially by being screamed at. Uh, there's a scene in like a fish market where they're doing this. They're chasing Chris Evans and they're doing this. They're literally just screaming. They like sit down like a cannon and shoot a scream at him. And like, that's the whole, you know, like they keep doing that over and over again all the fish explode because of the screaming. Mm-hmm. This whole thing, it's, it is just like so, so dumb.
0: Well, it was really funny, like, as we kept getting, like, introduced to these new-ers. Uh, well, I don't I don't mean that in <laughs> any other way than they're all ending with an ER.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's rephrase. <laughs>
0: how, how do you rephrase it?
1: I honestly don't know.
0: But like, I was not intending anything other than the fact that their loss or that their names end in an ER.
1: Right. Um, The only one who doesn't is a shadow. The shadows don't end in ER.
0: Cool. Whatever. But anyways, it was like when we're still getting used to the concepts of we keep getting introduced to new things. And uh, what's the girl's name? Camilla, Camilla Bell? Is that her name? Uh, Yeah. Um, she gets up and like, she's taken off running. <laughs> I yelled, she's a runner. <laughs> Except for
1: Camilla is a pusher.
0: Yeah. But at the time I didn't know that. And I was convinced they're going to yell, she's a runner. <laughs> so because if, if you can do any type of action, that is now your identity.
1: <laughs> that is really the dumbest part of it. Cause it's like, I mean, we already listed the whole list, but he's a sitter. He sits.
0: <laughs> right. Literally.
1: Yeah, Camilla, that, that's her name. You brought her up multiple times because you don't like her, and she was in this specific era, and I don't think much of anything else, right?
0: Yeah, she was in uh, When a Stranger Calls. Mm-hmm. That's about it.
1: Yeah, in this I mean, movie. I she was known for modeling. Oh, okay. Well, in this movie, her name was Kira.
0: Yeah. Um, also should be called out was one, I mean, I said it last week, but Chris Evans has to be the luckiest person alive to
1: be in uh, this movie <laughs> and then like still make it
0: to have in Marvel? Sh- so many bad movies. Yeah. It'd be, it would be something if like this was his only bad movie. Yeah. No, on this podcast alone, we've watched two bad movies of his.
1: Yeah. And, and we haven't even watched the original comic book movies he was in that were notoriously bad.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, luckiest man alive ever. But what was weird is in this movie, the actress who plays Peggy Carter which is Captain America's like original love interest is in this movie. Yeah. It's a villain.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, She's in it. Uh, There are actually a number of people in this movie who went on to be in comic book things. Uh, There's a couple other people that were in Marvel movies. I'm trying to remember who specifically, because there are a couple people that looked familiar and I looked it up. Uh, Oh, okay. So Corey Stoll who is Jacket in Ant-Man is in this movie. Um, the guy who plays Karath, the pursuer in Guardians of the Galaxy is in this movie. Hmm. Uh, somebody from uh, Agent May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, is in this movie. So there's like a, like a number of people who went on. T- but I guess like the Marvel universe is so big now that like, yeah. if you've been in a show or a movie, you're probably <laughs> something in
0: right. Marvel,
1: right? But like Chris Evans became like the face of that whole arc right of the original like marvel movies and so now to get that because he also wasn't that great in the first you know we've talked about that too he wasn't that great in the first captain america
0: look i'm gonna contend that he was never great in any of the marvel movies wrong the the writing just got better
1: maybe but chris evans also got better
0: i mean i don't know
1: chris evans's acting got significantly better
0: did it get better or did it get higher quality filming and editing
1: Um, Probably a mix, but I mean, no, I think he got better too. I don't know. I don't know, but either which way.
0: It's just like, I don't understand how you can have so many horrible things and then suddenly do something so big and be considered good.
1: Right. Well, I don't know, but there's no scene in any Marvel movie that is as... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, when you're setting it up that two people have the ability to, like, push things, mm-hmm. pull things. Mm-hmm. I, I think he can also pull, right? He can move things like telekinesis.
0: Yeah.
1: So if he's able to do that, you could have a cool, like, where they're just fighting, right? They're fighting, but then they, like, move a table in and, like, knock your leg or, like, y- you know, you go a punch and they make something float up and block your punch. Is that how they do that, this fight? Absolutely not. They do it in the least special way possible. Which is that they both use their moving abilities to pick up guns and shoot guns at each other. (laughs) Yep. That is the least cool way to do this fight (laughs) because they don't even, like, make the guns do tricky things. Right. They're literally just, like, holding them in front of themselves instead of holding them in their hands.
0: Right. That's the
1: (laughs) dumbest. Like, you have the ability to move things. like pull a chandelier down, and then, like, throw a chair, and then the other person stops the chair, and, like, that, like that's how, like, a Marvel movie would do it, right? No,
0: no, no. This was
1: literally, like, I'm holding a gun, and they do, like, start to, like, drift the guns, like, to, like, wide, and, like, they're trying to, like, trick each other, because I'm behind a column, and now the gun comes out the other side. Like, but that is so stupid.
0: Look, the director of Paw Patrol's snow extravaganza (laughs) cannot... Put, put it in, in his dumb little head how to do something cool
1: <laughs> i mean i don't know lucky number 11 wasn't this bad mm. i didn't like it but it wasn't this bad so
0: this was the man who just gave mystery man like a sony eight or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay well i mean, but I, I agree that this is bad i don't know the is it worth watching yes because it's absolutely absurd but,
0: but it's th-
1: not like a it's not a good movie.
0: I will say the gall of this movie, to set itself up for a sequel at the end, was just, Mm -hmm. wow.
1: Yeah, a lot of these movies do that too, like where they they set it up as if they're like, yeah, this is about to be a trilogy. And like, "Uh uh-uh, it's not going to be a trilogy.
0: It's going to be, of the hundreds of people that came and saw this movie in theaters, tens of them (laughs) will want to watch that. It's
1: like Jupiter Ascending. (laughs) Except for Jupiter Ascending have the directors of The Matrix You know, so it's like that had the, well, theoretically had the potential to be a real new trilogy, but that thing was egregiously terrible also. Right. However, this movie had one of the McPoyles. (laughs) He happened to be one of the characters uh, in this. I don't remember that guy's name, uh, but he plays one of the McPoyles in uh, It's Always Sunny.
0: Also a place where we had to stop and or we had to pause and go find it.
1: Yeah, just to make sure. Because he mm-hmm. he looks kind of like himself, but I didn't, I wouldn't have placed that guy as being in this movie. But.
0: Right. In terms of drinkability, I don't even think it's that... Uh, with the rules that we had, I don't think it's that great of mm-hmm. a drinking movie. Could you go to TVTropes.org and try one of the other 200 rules they have? Maybe that would work out for you.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that there's a way you could do it. Because a better drinking rule would be drink like when they use their powers in really stupid ways. Mm-hmm. Which is like every time they use a power,
0: mm-hmm. that could be um, your one drinking rule, and you could be done.
1: Right. So, like the powers, you could do that anytime you're introduced to like a new type of person, like a mover, a pusher, a bleeder, or whatever. Um, you could do that, or just like when they say those words, because they keep saying them. Like nobody like goes by their name. They're like, "Hey, send the sniffs out." Like you know, like <laughs> <laughs> like the screamers are screaming, like whatever. <laughs> that rule I would keep. Screamers screaming because like. Half of the movie is The Screamer Screaming. They, like, I instead of attacking them, like, with, like, guns or whatever, they just send these two guys out, like, wearing Oakleys mm. to to scream at things.
0: Yeah, but I think that, like, I think rules like that make drinking games not as fun. Like, when they're
1: too repetitive? Yeah. Okay, so they get rid of The Screamer Screaming, because that would already go into, like, using their powers in a stupid way. I mean,
0: messing up moving is a great one for, uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, messing up moving... Also, the crappy drawings. There's probably Mm -hmm. enough crappy drawings. The crappy
0: drawings would be a great addition.
1: (laughs) I mean, because you see them a few times, and then there's one big scene where it's like, we really need to know right now, like, what is your vision of what's going to happen? And she's like, right now, the future isn't great. And she turns it around. (laughs) It's just like more stick figures.
0: Literally, we'll X's eyes and be like, "Mm, not good, (laughs) (laughs) not good. Uh, Me? I've been sitting here for eight hours drawing this. (laughs) Okay. What are you rating us?
1: So this movie, I'm going to give a... Oh, man. It doesn't really have much of a plot. It's also, like, not funny. It's not even trying to be funny. It's trying to be an action movie. Um, But then the action is really bad. I'd I'd give it, like, a 15. Uh, I gave it an 8. An 8? I could see that, yeah. I mean, I think there's enough in it like there is a semblance of story, and there's also like a little. So here, there's no real backstory, though there is like a some like dumb backstory of like this all began in the Holocaust, like Nazi experiments. Like there's like a like a vague you reference. X Men <laughs> might as well be. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, like there's a vague reference to like yeah, I remember like that. the government broke because division, I think, has like helped create the, the people with these powers or whatever. And yeah. it's like that has been so overdone, you know, like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So but there is like a little bit of backstory, but not really. So like when people like movies like this, it's because they want to like learn about the groups. Right. So like Hunger Games was better. Because if you wanted to, like, get a little bit of lore, they at least provided a little bit of that, right? And they're, like, they're different enough that you could, like, get a little bit of that. This does not have that. You don't really see how any of these groups are different. They're kind of just, like, roaming around. Everybody acts the same. Nobody has anything distinct about them other than their ability to scream or push, you know, or, or move right. or whatever. Like, nobody, there doesn't feel like there's any, like, distinct cultures to like based on your power or like that's where something like x-men does way better right. than, than a movie like this because you do have like those groups like various groups that like band together or like hate the other groups and, and whatever else this does not have that this is basically just kind of like a heist type movie or like a mafia type movie like or like a uh born identity it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like that style of movie just with dumb powers yeah in a way worse storyline
0: yeah i mean way worse my god it's not jason Bourne.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly
0: okay i'm not a fan of your movie night tonight (laughs) sorry (laughs) um but i guess it will it's given me memories
1: i don't know for me push was a movie worth a bad movie worth watching
0: I I think I agree with that. I think had I not just watched Mystery Man right before it, I probably would have been more receptive to how bad it was.
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing. Mystery Man for me was nostalgic, and I hadn't seen it in a long time. No, like,
0: you should get that. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you got to have that moment in your life. I'm sad for me that I had to <laughs> suffer through it, but whatever. I still liked it enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't think, I thought going into it, maybe I'd put it in like the 80s or something like that. It wasn't that good. It wasn't <laughs> good enough for that. 78. But yeah, 75.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Mid-70s, Actually, I could go low 70s, but nostalgia prevents me from doing that.
0: Okay. Let's talk about something way more fun than either of the movies you made me watch tonight. Uh-huh. So we're going on a recording hiatus because we have some big travel coming up and then a lot of stuff going on when we get back from that travel.
1: Yeah, this probably won't even get uploaded until after that.
0: Yeah, you, you have probably... If you're listening to this, all five of you, uh, you probably have already experienced the, the recording hiatus at this point. But, you know what's going to be around when we uh, get back from all of our travel? The unbearable weight of massive talent. The Nick Cage movie, where Nick Cage plays Nick Cage. Amazing. Yeah, so we're going to do a first on the podcast. And we're going to go see the movie and then immediately come back and record.
1: Yep. It'll be Um, the first live reaction. Well, not live, but like immediate reaction.
0: Well, I mean, this entire thing is like immediate reaction.
1: Yeah, but I mean like, uh, yeah, you're right. So let me rephrase. We
0: don't, we we do not talk about movies that have just been released
1: yeah what i meant about this too is that we have to actually go to the theater and like watch it (laughs) right (laughs) so
0: which kind of puts a damper damper on being able to do like drinking games yeah but maybe we'll have some uh advice on when you watch a drinking games you can play and maybe we'll even bring a friend along
1: yeah i think it's gonna be great
0: yeah i'm pretty excited about it so next episode will be a little bit different but super excited to see that movie
1: yeah we'll try to actually prevent spoilers on this one (laughs) we'll see (laughs) (laughs) i mean hopefully (laughs) i don't know how much you can spoil but uh trailers look good so far what i can tell about it so
0: yeah I'm, i'm pumped yeah so okay well until then all right bye
1: bye